Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International. Are you glad to be in the house of the Lord? Amen. How many of you want to offer your lives? Your lives are offered unto the Lord. Your life is available. God can use you for his glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Somebody say holy. Somebody say worthy. Somebody declare righteous. Righteous. And somebody declare awesome. Awesome. Raise up your hands, Father. We offer our lives to you this morning. Lord, our life we give to you. Use it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we offer you our lives today, oh Lord. As a living sacrifice. Why are you ready? Let's say holy.
anybody who is willing to offer your life, raise your hands unto the Lord. My life is Praise the Lord. Give the Lord the glory. Yes! You can have it! 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 Somebody say, you can have it! You can have it! In a praise Come on, put your hands together for Jesus. Amen. That was beautiful ministration, isn't it? Let's put our hands together for the Impact Choir. Hallelujah. Well, let's take our memory verse for today. Romans chapter 1, verse 16. Hallelujah. Are you ready for it? Wow, Lady Pastor Joyce, it's good to see you. All right, hallelujah. Very soon we're going to have a quiz of all the memory verses from January up to now. So get ready. Uh, it's going to come on very soon. And we'll see uh, who is able to quote all the verses. There'll be a special prize for you. Okay, shall we take it together? Ready, go. Romans chapter 1, verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. 1 verse 16. Can we take it again? Okay, Romans chapter 1 verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Romans chapter 1 verse 16. Okay, so if you can just get it, for I am not ashamed, for it is the power of God to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first also to the Greek. You can get it. Hallelujah. Amen. So can we take it together without it being on the screen? Is it possible? All right. Some people are saying, All right, let's take it. Ready, go. Romans chapter 1, verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. Romans chapter 1, verse 16. You've done it. Put your hands together for yourselves. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much this morning. We bless you for a wonderful time in your presence. It's always a joy to be in your presence. In your presence, there's fullness of joy at your right hand pleasures forevermore. You teach us the paths of life. And this morning we pray that your spirit will come and guide us into all truth. Let the entrance of your word bring light. Let the entrance of your word bring life. Lord, anyone that came here with a burden, may the burden be lifted in Jesus' name. May discouragement give way to encouragement. Thank you, O oh God, that no one is living here the same. We are living here knowing that we've had an encounter with you. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Put your hands together. And you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. So, like I said, 
We are preaching from this book by Bishop Dag, The Art of Ministry. And if you have it, turn to chapter 1 of the book. And uh, we're going to take it slowly. And as we move on, it will gather momentum. Amen. Turn your Bibles with me to Romans chapter 11, verse 29. Romans chapter 11, verse 29. Romans chapter 11 and verse 29. Hallelujah. Okay. It's also a must know scripture. Can we all read it together? Ready, go. For the gifts. Oh. Are you there? 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 Shake the next person. Are you there? Are you there? Okay. Remember, your glasses is not easy at all. All right. Ready, go. For the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. Hallelujah. So that's the title of the message. The gifts and calling of God are without repentance. Now, the, the, the verse itself is uh, self-explanatory. Bible is talking about the fact that God has gifts. How many want to receive a gift from God? Oh, may the Lord bless you with a gift. It's the gifts that make dif- the difference in people's lives. What makes a person different from the other person is the gifts that they have. Yeah, and some people are more gifted than others. You find that when they do something, they do it with ease. You don't struggle to do it. That is why it's good to have a gift. And I pray for you that you will have a gift. Anybody who feels that, as for me, I don't have any gift. When I look into my life, I don't see any gift that I have. May you receive a gift from the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. But you see, what you may not know is that you have not discovered your gift. But they are gifts. God has given you a gift. You, you have something. Even if you don't have it, maybe the way you smile is your gift. Because there are some people, they can't smile. Oh. I mean, no matter what they do, you see that their face is still is not looking nice. So the ability to smile is a gift. Oh, yeah. There are some people always looking moody. Yeah. One lady, she had made a face like that. The police stopped there at... Um, <laughs> The wager place, the, the Malam Junction. You know how they do the torchlight? Madam, Madam, and, and, and her face. So, but Madam, why have you made your face like that? She looked at the police and said, That's how my face is. That's how my face is. They are lying. That's not how your face is. But you see, that, that, that's, that's how people's faces are. Now, God has gifts, gifts that He gives to people. That's why, so, and the Bible says that they are without repentance. In other words, God doesn't change his mind after the gifts he has given to people. And that's where we make mistakes. Because when somebody is operating in a gift, we assume that God is with the person. And most times it is. But there are times also that God is not with the person. Because he doesn't change his mind about the gift he has given to you, it may look like God is still with you because you're operating in that gift. But God is not with you. That is why you need to be careful with so-called prophets and so-called people who have some kind of giftings. Because these gifts have a way of swaying people off their feet. As soon as you see, you say, wow, this must be God. This man must have God with him. So, whatever he says must be true. It is not so. Now, first of all, we need to understand that in these times, God is not just also speaking just through the prophets. He's also speaking through his word, his son. And every one of us now has the Holy Spirit. So, if you receive a word from somebody, you are supposed to receive a confirmation in your spirit. 1 John 2, 27 is a verse you must know. It says, for the anointing that you have received. It says, he abides in you. And he's there so that you need not that any man teach you. Yeah. The anointing you have in you, the reason why you have him is so that he will teach you. 
You actually don't need anybody to teach you, but sometimes people get confused. So somebody will give you a direction. But he said, but as the same anointing teacheth you of all things, whether marriage, business, your finances, whatever it is, this same anointing can teach you anything you want to know. Oh yeah, I thought you'd be happy about that. So that you don't have to run and chase somebody to tell you something. He said he will teach you all things, and I like this part. He said, and it's truth, and it's no lie. In other words, whatever you sense within you from the Holy Spirit is the truth. It's not a lie. Believe it. Believe it. So if somebody is saying something and you don't sense the same thing in your spirit, obey this one. Because that one is true. It's not a lie. The others may be lies, but this one is true. So the person says, do this. Go and flash your wedding ring in a toilet. Yes, a, a woman was told that. She just took the ring and just recently, last week Sunday, I was standing here. Reverend Abel brought a lady to me. Her husband had left the house. Why? A prophet told her she was suffering from some sickness. He said, it is because of the marriage she's in. That's, and she too, John, 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 she went to tell her husband that this is what the prophet said. And her husband packed his things. Uh, if I'm the reason why you are not well, I'm leaving you. And, he has, and she has come that we should pray. What prayer should we pray now? The anointing which you have received, he will teach you all things. You don't need any man to teach you. But you see, we always want to hear something. If you can be still, you will hear something from within. So, God's gifts, he doesn't take them away. The fact that somebody may be operating, doesn't mean that. And then the calling of God also, the Bible says that he doesn't change his mind about it. If God has called you and he wants to use you, my brother, <laughs> you better respond though because he will chase you. Some of you have made up your mind that you ran away. You, there's a guy in the Bible, we're going to read about him. His name is Jonah. Turn with me to Jonah chapter 1. <laughs> I believe that if this year we are saying that it's the year of loving the Lord, we must make up our minds that we are going to respond to the call of God. And work for him. I think that that's the best way you can show your love to God. Yeah. You may say all the things, whatever. But you see, the best kind of love is when you have given yourself. Yeah. A husband who says to the wife, I love you. But he's not there for her. You have bought TV. You have bought this. I mean, it doesn't mean anything. You are the person we are looking for. And it's the same thing with God also. God wants you. Your money is good, everything. But I tell you, you are more important to God than all your money and anything you can give to God. Yeah. So, Jonah chapter 1, verse 1 and verse 2. Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, Go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness is come up before me. Hallelujah. I like this part. It says that now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah. And I realize that the word of the Lord comes unto us every time. Even as I'm preaching now, the word of the Lord is coming to you. Sometimes when you are listening to preaching, the word of the Lord is coming to you. You are reading your Bible, the word of the Lord is coming to you. You may be sitting down just quietly, the word of the Lord can come to you. The word of the Lord comes to us in different ways. So, sometimes people may say, well, I haven't heard God calling me. Yeah. Or, some people say, well, me, God has not called me. But the truth is that maybe you should say that you haven't heard because as for God, he's calling. He's calling in different ways. Jonah said, the word of the Lord came to me. Sometimes it just comes to you. You'll be there. A thought will come to you. It's the word of the Lord which has come to you. You may not want to hear it that way. A lot of people are looking for spectacular things that, oh, that you'll be driving around circle. You are in a car or a taxi. Then an angel will come from the sky and then he will land on the taxi. Hey! Then he will look into the 
That one. Then the people in the taxi will be asking, is it, is it, that one. Say you, say, yeah, you. The Lord has called you. He wants you to do his work. Wow. I think that all of us will love it when we have such a spectacular call. That one, you cannot doubt it. But listen, how many people have such spectacular calls? It's rare. It's rare. Most of the time, it will be the word of the Lord came to me. Most of the time. Yeah. Even um, Elijah, when the Lord was coming to the Bible says that there was an uh, earthquake, there was this, there was that. Eventually, it was a still small voice that the Lord spoke through. Sometimes, a still small voice that tells you something. Go and do this. Join this. Help with this and all that. That's how God will call you. Yeah. But many times, we will not. But God has not stopped calling. And he has not, he doesn't intend to stop calling. He will continue calling. He's calling evangelists. He's calling pastors. He's calling apostles. He's calling prophets. He's calling teachers. He's calling every one of them. And there are two responses. Or there are two ways people respond. Either we say that we haven't heard. Or, yeah, I will not go. And that was the case of Jonah. Jonah heard it clearly. He acknowledges the fact that he heard the word. But the Bible says that, and when he heard it, he rose up. Not to go to where the Lord has sent him, but he rose up to flee to Tashish. Which Tashish are you going to, my brother? <laughs> and the Bible says he rose up and went down. It's so wild. He went down to Joppa. And he found a ship going to Tashish. And he paid the fare and went down into it. <laughs> Everything is going down. It's the only time in the Bible that somebody paid a fare to travel. <laughs> as soon as you begin to go away from the presence of the Lord and do what you want to do, then you start paying for things. Hey, may you not go away from the presence of the Lord. May you come closer to God's presence and what God has called you to do. You will find that now people will begin to pay for you. Oh, it's been nice. Sometimes I go somewhere and people are trying to pay for me. Say me. Say yeah, you. It's nice. But when you decide to do something else, you will pay yourself. As the next person, have you been paying for yourself or you have been... Hallelujah. When you look in the Bible, different people were called. And their responses, when you look at it, it shows you how we naturally will respond when God calls us. First person is Abraham. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. And sometimes you can see why people will drag their feet. The Bible says that, Now the Lord has said unto Abraham, Get thee out of your country from your kindred, from your father's house, unto a land that I will show you. Verse 2 says that, And I will make of you a great nation. What you need to understand that any time God is calling you, He has a good intention for you. Paul always talks about the kind intentions of God. He said, I will make of you a great nation. And the Bible says that when the Lord called Abraham, verse 3, it says that I will bless those who bless you, I will curse those who curse you. And all the earth, the families of all the earth shall be blessed through you. Verse 4 says that, so Abraham departed. But it's not the same with everybody. Hebrews 11 verse 8 throws more light on that. That the Bible says, Hebrews 11 8, by faith, when he was called to go out, Abraham was called to go out to a place which he should, after receive an inheritance, obeyed. 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 That's it. He obeyed. He, he didn't try to do anything. He just obeyed the call of God. And he went. Now, the Bible says that he was going to a place that he did not even know. And I think that is one of the reasons why sometimes we delay when God calls us. We are going to a place that we are not familiar with. God is calling you to do something you are not familiar with. You haven't done it before. So you are wondering, can I do it? 
But if God is the one calling you, then the same God will see you through. He will help you to do it. You can ask all the pastors. None of us were, were born pastors. None of us were born to be people who can pray for people, visit people, counsel people, interact with people. No. We also learned it. And with the help of the Holy Spirit, we are able to do it. When God is calling you, he will equip you. The end of it all is that he wants to make you great. But you need to go through this. Oh, I see you responding to the call of God. Another person who was called was Samuel. Sure that if you've been to Sunday school, you will know the story of Samuel. Samuel was called, and the Bible says when he heard it, first Samuel chapter 3, from verse 1, he heard it, he thought that it was the voice of his pastor. So he ran to the, 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 the pastor, Eli, and he said, yes, I've come. And he said, no, I haven't called you. And it happened three times. And the third time, the pastor saw that it was God calling him. It was the voice of God. He said, when you hear it, say, here am I, send me. Yeah. <laughs> he said, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Now, the thing we need to note here is that the voice of God sounded so much like the voice of the pastor that the guy could not differentiate between the voice of God and the voice of the pastor. So what we are saying is that, could it be that when your pastor is telling you to do something, it's actually God speaking to you? Pastor may just say, why don't you join the ashes? Why don't you help in this area? You may want to oh, it's just a pastor. But it's actually God that is calling you. There were two guys, Abiram and Dathan. Yes, in Numbers, number 16. Numbers 16, verse 12. Bible says that Moses sent to call them. And they sent a message to Moses that we will not come. Because they are looking at it, it's a pastor who is calling me. Why should I go? We will not go. And it's the same attitude. We may not know, but that's the same thing we are doing to God. Jesus said, once you have done it to the least of these people, you have done it to me. So they call you, come. He said, no. Meanwhile, earlier on, he had preached to them in verse 9, and he had told them that, seemed it an ordinary thing? Is it, is it something that is nothing to you that God will be calling you to come close? God is calling you to come and do something. What an honor. What an honor. But many people, it's an onapos. Onapos is a Greek word, which means you will not get. Onapos. Another person who was called was Isaiah. In Isaiah chapter 6. Bible says when the Lord called him Isaiah 6, 8, he responded immediately, here am I, send me. Here am I, send me. But many will say, here am I, send them. <laughs> wow. Another person was called was Peter. When the Lord called Peter in Luke chapter 5, what was his response? And for that verse, that scripture is what made me come into full time when I read it for my quiet time. Bible says that when Jesus called him, he forsook all. He said, he said I will, from today you will not catch fishes, you will catch men. And the Bible says, and immediately he forsook all. And he followed him. When I read it there, I said, wow. I think that I would like to do so. Forsake everything and follow him. Yeah. How many would like to follow and serve the Lord? Bible talks about a rich man who came to see Jesus one day. He came. Master, what must I do to be saved? And Jesus said to him, Ah... Uh, do this, do this, so many things. He said, well, I've done everything. So Jesus said, okay, one last one. Go and sell everything and come and follow me. Wow, that one. The cause, they come in different ways. Because 
the call may mean give up everything and come. And the man looked at the thing and said, no. It's too much. I cannot come. Then he left. And the Bible says that because he had many possessions, he had many possessions. But Alfred Price would say, actually, it's the possessions that had him. But he didn't have the possessions. The possessions had him. Yeah. That's why Jesus said that how hard it will be for a rich man to go to heaven. Because there are things that are holding us back. So we can't serve God. But you see, as for God, he still wants you to come. He has not given up calling you. So even though Jonah went away, the Bible said there was a second call. Somebody say a second call. <laughs> Jonah chapter 3. Oh, I'm enjoying it. Are you also enjoying it? Yeah. We have to be like Zacchaeus. The Bible says that when Jesus called him, he made haste. He made haste. Because it will not be there forever anyway. Jonah chapter 3 verse 1. And the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and preach unto it the preaching that I bid you. I'm not giving you any new assignment. The same assignment I gave to you. The same thing. Jonah, go and do that one. Go and preach the preaching. Tell somebody, preach the preaching. What has the Lord told you to do? You are waiting for another instruction. There's nothing else coming. It's the same thing. Tell the person it's the same thing. And the Bible says he came for the sec- he came the second time. That was Jonah's second time. But I don't know what yours is. Maybe yours is the hundredth time. Or the fiftieth time. As the person says, have you heard the voice of God before calling you to do something? And then ask the person, how many times have you heard this voice? And ask the person, have you responded to the call? And then quote Romans chapter 11 verse 29 to the person. The gifts and the calling of God are without repentance. Listen to what Bishop writes here. God is a God of mercy. He will give you a second chance to obey him. Jonah is an example of someone who had a second chance to hear and obey. Sometimes we have only one chance. Yeah. There are some people they don't have they just one chance. Because you don't know when you will die. Yeah. <laughs> the God of a second chance. It says that perhaps... God has always wanted you to work in the church. And that is why he created you. Last time I was at a program with some people, as I was praying for them, what the Spirit of the Lord was saying, these people have been called to be in the house of the Lord. I was telling them, you, you are a church boy. You must stay here. You are a church boy. You don't have anywhere you're going to. Stay here. Me, I see myself as a church boy. Yeah. I believe I'm a church boy. Perhaps you have been running away from God's call. But God is speaking to you again. God spoke to Jonah twice. And in between the first and the second calls, Jonah had many experiences. Yeah. Some of the experiences you are having, maybe it's because you are not responding to the call. The man went down to Joppa and he went to pay for the ship and he went down in the ship and he went down. Hey, your life is going down and down and down and down. All because you are not responding to the call. As if that was not enough. They were in the boat and the boat started. I mean, the whole thing was some way. Sometimes you need to be careful the people you enter into a relationship with or some kind of alliance with. Maybe they are running from somewhere. They have come to join themselves to your boat and your boat keeps going up and down, up and down. Find out this person who has come 
Is he running from somewhere? That he has come to join you. Is the reason why? Your life is the way it is. Then he told the people, instead of saying that I will serve God, he said a whole lot of things about who God was. God is a very a big God. He is this. He is the one who created the heavens and all that. And I'm sure the people will be thinking, ah, so why don't you just serve him? But the answer he gave to them was that, throw me, throw me. I would rather die than to serve this God. Yeah. The people didn't want to. But they realized that if they kept this guy there, they will all sink. Some of you, you need to break away from some people. You don't want to. But if you keep the person, something bad will happen. You better throw the person overboard and move on with your life. Yeah. So they did. And a fish swallowed him. It was all part of God's mercy. Some of the things you are going through, it may look to you that it's a very wild, because I don't know what else can be wilder than being in the belly of a fish. But what you didn't know is that the Bible says, and God prepared a fish to swallow Jonah. So it was part of his mercy. If he had left him, maybe some, something would have happened to him. So he prepared a fish that would swallow him, but would not kill him. So it may look like a very wild thing to you, but it's actually God showing you mercy so that you can come back and work for him. May you come back. May you come back. May those experiences bring you back to God in Jesus' name. Look at your life. Things are not working the way they should. Is it sending a message to you or is rather making you say that, throw me overboard, I want to die. I want to die. Don't die. Don't die. Who said you should die? Who said death is a solution? Death is not a solution. No, 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 no. Just coming back to God is the solution. When you come back and you obey God, I see God restoring you back to where you must be. If you believe it, shout here. He experienced the storms of life and the prison of the whale's belly. Perhaps after many hard experiences, you are now ready to listen to God. But must you wait till you go through all these things? Armed robbers will come to your house. They beat you, slap you. Then this thing happens. Okay, now I will serve God. Why? After the beating. Maybe this message is somebody's call again. Mm. No change in the call. If you have to join the ministry in the church, right after the service, join. Quickly. Before something bad also happens again. You will notice that the first call and the second call were identical. In both, in both the first and the second calls, Jonah was sent to the same city, Nineveh, with exactly the same message. The gifts and calling of God are without repentance. God does not change his mind with the passage of time. Even after you have experienced the pain of storms and waves, bellies and all that, he can still use you. Tell somebody it's not too late. God can still use you. Some people have gone and some men have just played around with you. And your life has become some way. It is still not too late. God can use you. Maybe you have gone and had three children without a father. Still, God can use you. God can use you. God can use you. Accepting the call of God. Is accepting to be made into something that you are not. Jesus offered to make Peter what he was not, a fisher of men. You can also be made into something great. Let me end with this. Coming into the ministry is not about making some great contribution to the kingdom of God. Nothing really depends on you and nothing will be destroyed by you, by you neglecting the ministry. We are all expendable and dispensable. 2 Corinthians 13 verse 8 says that for we can do nothing against the truth but for the truth. It is rather our privilege when we obey God. Bible says that he wants to make you a great person. It is rather our honor when we obey God. And listen, you are not coming to do any great thing 
that you are wondering whether I have to be whatever. When Abraham was called, what was he asked to do? He was just asked to give a son. Yeah. Just sleep with your wife. Make her pregnant. And that's all. That's all Abraham did. And the Bible says it was counted to him for righteousness. Wow. How many of you would like such a calling? Sleep with your wife. Make her pregnant. That's all. But it's also not a simple thing because 100 years old and they say, make your wife pregnant. It's also not a simple thing at all. In a way. You see, everybody's call is different. You say, ah, you, your own, you are just making your wife pregnant. But you see, thinking about it, 100 years old, even to perform the action itself, is one thing. To get your wife also to be very agile and acrobatic is also another one. Yeah, because even the young ones, we, we, we are counseling them all the time. It's not easy. The husbands are complaining. Their wives have become like a wawa board or doom tree in the house. They are not moving. So the husband said, please speak to my wife. She has become some way. So if a 25-year-old girl has become a wawa board, how much more a 90-year-old woman? Hey! What a calling, Abraham. So when he accepted the call, the Lord said, Charlie, you are righteous. <laughs> yeah. But we all have different calls. What is it that God is calling you to do? It's just a little contribution you to come and add. Stand at the door. Aquaba ladies, welcome people. Smile. That's all. Smile. You would think everybody can smile, though. Oh, you look at the person sitting by you. Since you came, he has never smiled. You think it's, it's normal. <laughs> no, you check the person sitting by you. Since you came to church, the person has never smiled. Now, if the person is smiling, tell the person, I think you can join the Aquaba ladies here. You are smiling very well. Oh, put your hands together for Jesus. But what a great honor if we can obey I pray that we will respond to the call of God. I pray that you will not wait till you have gone to the fish's belly. You have gone to some storms and some things before you say, I'm coming. But even now, as you sit here, may the Holy Ghost speak to you and may you respond to the call of God. Stand to your feet and give the Lord a shout of a rain. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands and just begin to talk to God. Tell the Lord, I don't know, but maybe you want to speak to him like how Isaiah said, Here am I, send me. Here am I, send me. Send me, Lord. I am available to you like the choir son. My life is available to you. Lift up your voice and pray right now. Talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. Tell the Lord, I have been running away for too long, but now I'm coming back. I'm coming back to the heart of worship. It's all about you, Lord. It's all about you. Help me. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Draw me close to you. I want to do your will. I want to serve you. I want to give myself to you. I want to support the work of the kingdom. I want to help to build your house. Help me, Lord, to do something. I don't want to run away like Jonah. Father, I want to come with all my heart. I don't want to wait till I've gone to the belly of the fish before I respond. Lord, I want to respond now. I've heard your voice many times. But today I say, Lord, here am I. Here am I, here am I, here am I. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Use me, use me, Lord, in any way that you want. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are using us. Oh, we bless you, oh God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, I'm coming back to the heart of worship. All about you, it's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the things I've made it when it's all about you, it's all about you, Jesus.
Right now with every head bowed, with all eyes closed. Maybe for you it's not just about the call of God to work for God. But to surrender your life to him. You have gone away from the Lord for too long. But today, the gift and the calling of God is without repentance. God is always stretching forth his hand. He's giving you another chance. Tomorrow may be too late. I can't guarantee tomorrow, maybe you may not come out of the belly of the fish. But today you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my heart to Jesus. I want to be born again. If you are here like that, you are watching by television, you are here, you want to surrender your heart to Jesus. Wherever you are, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. Lift up your right hand and I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. Let it go up above your head. Today is the first of May. What a time to give your heart to Jesus. God bless you. I see your hand. I see your hand over there. God bless you. Let it go up. Let it go up above your head. God bless you. Over there at the back, I see your hands. God bless you. Oh, Jesus. Why don't you join them too at the back there? You want to surrender your life to Jesus. God bless you. I see your hands. Let them go up above your head. Today is the day of salvation. Don't wait till tomorrow. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, do one more thing for me. Move out of your seat. Come to me just now. Clap for them as they come. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Oh, it's all about you. Clap for them as they come. Please show your love. Show your love. Come all the way. God bless you. God bless you. Oh, keep clapping. Many people are coming to Jesus. Come all the way. Join them. Join them. Join them. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, clap your hands. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Those of you in front here, please lift up your two hands. It's a sign of surrender. And I want us to pray this prayer together. Repeat it after me. Mean it from your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, today I thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's book of life. From today, I will serve you. I will follow you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you. Beautiful. Listen, today is our communion Sunday. Yes, we're going to take communion together. Hebrews chapter 12. And verse 24, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 22, give me verse 22. The Bible says that, And ye are come unto Mount Zion, and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of angels. Amen. 23 says that, To the general assembly, and the church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect. 24 says that, and to Jesus, the mediator of a better covenant, or a new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling, which speaketh better things than the blood of Abel. Hallelujah. What I want you to understand today is that the blood of Jesus speaks. Tell somebody the blood speaks. The blood speaks, and the Bible says the blood speaks better things. Somebody say better things. Oh, today may some better things come into your life. Are there some things from January up to the end of April you didn't like at all? You don't want to see them again. Is there anything like that? Today, as you partake of the communion, you shall not see it again in Jesus' name. When the Israelites were going through the Red Sea, the word that came to them was that the Egyptians that you see today, you shall see them again no more forever. The blood is your own Red Sea. The Egyptians you saw in January and February and March and April, you shall not see them again till the end of the year. Better things means is speaking life to you. Today, may you receive life in yourself. Better things means health. 
any sickness in your body, we cast it in the name of Jesus. Better things means it is canceling the handwriting of ordinances against you. Curses that are operating in your family, they are all cursed in the name of Jesus. Better things means it is speaking Passover. Death is something that is moving around and taking lives. But as you take the communion today, as you partake of the blood of Jesus today, I hear the blood saying, pass over, pass over, pass over, pass over. Death will pass over your house. In the name of Jesus, you shall live and not die to declare the works of the Lord. And better things means favor. And grace. May is the fifth month. Five represents grace. I am declaring that as you partake of the communion, grace will come into your life. Favor will come into your life in the name of Jesus. If you're here, you sense the spirit of death hovering around. Maybe some people in the family just keep dying. I want you to come to the front here. Just stand behind these people. We're going to pray with you. The Bible says that the night that he was betrayed, he took bread, he broke it, he gave it to his disciples and said, take it, this is my body which is broken for you. He said, do this in remembrance of me. Hallelujah. In the same manner also he took the cup. After they had supped, he said, this is my blood. The cup with the wine. This is my blood in the New Testament. As often as you eat this bread and you drink this cup, you do show my death till I come. Let us pray. Lift up your communion elements. Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to bless you. You asked us, oh Jesus, to do this in remembrance of you. In remembrance of your finished work on the cross. Today, we understand that the blood also speaks for us. Father, as we partake of this body, this bread and wine, we declare that it's no longer bread and wine, but your body and your blood that was shed for us on the cross of Calvary. Father, anyone who partakes of the communion, let the blood speak for them in Jesus' name. Let the blood speak healing in Jesus' name. Let the blood speak life in Jesus' name. Let the blood speak protection from death in the name of Jesus. Let the blood speak cancellation of curses in the name of Jesus. Let the blood speak better things. Let the blood take away all things that we don't want to see again. May we partake of new things. And let the blood speak grace and favor. In Jesus' name we pray. Lift up the body. The body of Jesus Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. Amen. Brothers and sisters, we are one. Brothers, sisters, we are one. And our lives have just begun. In the spirit, we are young. We are And we will live forever. Forevermore, sons of God, sons of God. Oh, here is only where oh, gather around the table of the Lord. Oh, eat his body, 
Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, amen. Oh, yes, the blood will never lose its power. Pastors, help me. Let's pray with these people. Cancel the spirit of death. Lay hands on them right now. Yes, Oh, yes. In the name of Jesus. Can you come in front of them? Yes. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Oh, we come against the spirit of death. You shall live and not die in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. May the blood speak and protect you from the spirit of death in the name of Jesus. We cancel death in your life. It is canceled in the name of Jesus. It is broken. That spirit is broken. It's broken from your life in Jesus' name. Be free. Be free. Be free. Be free. You shall live and not die. Whatever is operating in your family, it shall not come nigh you. In the name of Jesus, be loose. Be loose, be loose, be separate. He the blood that gives me strength from day to day. It would never lose its power. Hallelujah. Turn to the person standing next to you. Look at the person eyeball to eyeball. As a person, do you think God is calling you? What did they say? Ask me, have you heard the call of God? Ask them, how many times have you heard it? How many times? And ask them, what are you waiting for? What did they say? They will obey. Memory verse. Ready? Go. Romans chapter 1 verse 16 For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ For it is the power of God unto salvation To everyone that believeth To the Jew first And to to the Greek Romans chapter 1 verse 16 Oh yeah, oh yeah, I said We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030-7010-444.
444. God richly bless you.